from the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders, we are the Forum for the Fan, the Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo, here's your host, Chris. Come to this. We've had what? Nineteen weeks now altogether, is it? It's come all the way and well I'm, I didn't count preseason, so I mean what's that? Two games, or whatever. Look, it's come all the way to this. All the way to this. Welcome to the preseason Super Bowl show. Niners versus Chiefs. These are the blue, blue fantastic faithful that you will be hearing all show long. Oh man, I can't believe we got this far. But we are here, and we and this is something that we do every year, all the time, constantly anyway, so what's the difference, right? 929 This is your boy, Professor Christopher. I am here almost every Thursday here to serve you, <laughs> to give you my, uh, I don't know, I don't think I'm really, I, I just moderate, man. I let everybody else do the talking because we got the best heads that there are, man, when it comes to New York Giant football, best fans, best, we call them frontliners, if you've never heard that term before, you know, or stakeholders, if you're, if, which are the ones that call in all the time and give the perspective. So that's what we do over here. This is the Bleed Blue Show. You can check us out anywhere, www.bleedblueshow.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're everywhere on social media and places other than that. So um, that's it. That's what we're going to be doing here for the next hour. We're going to talk about this upcoming Super Bowl. That um, And by the way, the Giants are not in the Super Bowl, okay? I don't know why you guys keep interjecting that. They're not here. We wish they were, but we do have a legacy, man. We won four out of five of them. So is that good? I think so. I think it's great for history to being that this is only the, what, 58th Super Bowl, and we've been in five. That's pretty good. So, but we're not in it this year. So please try to keep your comments to the Super Bowl if you can. I know it's hard. I know you bleed blue. I know you are, you know, you've eaten, eaten friggin' Beats and Watson at life like everyone else. However, this is a Super Bowl show. Again, 929 We're going to go around real quick because I think I see the C notes himself. First in the queue, what's going on, sir? Good evening, Chris. Super Bowl almost here. Season almost, almost here. over. Well, I mean, it's technically over now. I mean, really, this is kind of a holiday yeah, yeah. coming up. So, yes. you know, so, hey, yeah. we, we got through it. We And then in a few months or whenever, sometime in the summer, we'll do it all over again. Right. All right. I don't know what's up with me here. I'm having technical difficulties, but I do know that, my NY Love 516 is here. Can you hear me, sweetie? Hello, 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 my giant That's family. That's all I need to hear. Yeah, I'm going to stay with you two because I don't know what the hell is going on. Anyway, 929, if, if we ever clear up, 929-477-4171. Las Vegas. Las Vegas, Las Vegas, Las Vegas, like, like C-Notes just alluded to. That's what a Super Bowl 58 is going to be on February 11th, uh, 49ers versus Chiefs. You know, let me, t- let me see something. Ah, forget it. I'm just going to talk to you, too. All right. So, all right, folks, look. Um, <laughs> I need to say this. I need to say this because I know the thing about Super Bowls, and it's always been this way forever since I was a little kid anyway which is a little bit more than 48 years old, 58, I guess. Um, there's always the speculation and stories and all this other stuff that lead up to Super Bowl, the Super Bowl game. That's why, because there's always a break in between, right? And this one, you guys know what it is already. And it's it's the lady that's always on the stands, in the stands. I think she, I think she's two things. I think she is the girlfriend of the uh, of the tight end, the star tight end on the Chiefs. But most of all, if people need to get used to this, one of the two things I'm going to tell them to get used to during during this program, get used to the fact that she's probably one of the biggest stars in the world 
And if all the amount of complaining that, including myself, including that will do, is not going to eradicate that. It's just not. It's just not. So that's just it. Uh, and and you know what else? As And, yeah, I'm going to pull a little rank here and talk about being a giant fan. A little bit. I'm going to allude to it. Not highly. But, you know, we, we've been on this program a long time. We've been doing this, what, since 2014, maybe? Something like that, I think. And, you know, we've been together through the drafts and all kinds of playoff games and all kinds of crazy moments. But the drafts are very interesting. I remember there was one year we drafted uh, Evan Ingram, and it was kind of more the, more of the t- the the tamer shows that we had. We because we had to start late. We because we were drafting number twenty three. You know, we didn't say, "Hey, look," I mean, Steve and I didn't say, "Hey, everybody, get here at, at seven o'clock." It was, we knew it was going to be a late start, so we started like nine or something like that. So we didn't really quote unquote miss a lot because it didn't really have anything to do with us. But one of the things that happened in that draft, right? was the Chiefs um, just a couple of years ago. This was just a couple of years ago, like seven seasons ago. The Chiefs drafted a quarterback at number 10, all right? And he didn't even play that year except the last game, okay? Because, you know, by that time, everything was either locked up or New England just, you know, they they rested all the – I mean, it was the Broncos he played. They rested all their starters, et cetera, et cetera. Nothing was going to happen, right? But – what was curious, and everybody scratched, scratched their head about going into the draft, going into the, the 2018 season, was the, the Chiefs traded Alex Smith away, their quarterback. And everybody's, you know, and I say everybody, I'm talking about pundits and everyone, they're shaking their heads and scratching like, wait a minute, this kid that you're gonna 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 put in there, he's not ready. Well, the kid went in there, and this is the same year you got to remember that that Saquon Barkley was the rookie of the year. 2018, right? Drafted right after Baker Mayfield, who, by the way, is still in the league. Got his, he got his team into the playoffs this year as well. This kid came in, threw what, 50 touchdowns? You know, got had had the Chiefs in a position where they hosted the the um, their AFC Championship game at Arrowhead, but they lost to Tom Brady in that game in overtime. But that kid was the talk of the town. But they didn't think he was going to do it again. So the next year, 2019, what does he do? He wins the goddamn Super Bowl. Over who? The 49ers. Then the next year, he comes back again. People can't believe it's too good to be true. He comes back, and sure enough, he did well. He got them back to the, the big dance, back to the Super Bowl, where he meets and loses to. Finish the sentence, see notes. He loses to? Uh, Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. <laughs> exactly. This kid, this the last was on that game, but. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then the next year, he does get out-dueled in a, one of the best games of, of all time, one of the best playoff games of all time, 2021, where he got out-dueled by um, uh, Joe Burrow of Cincinnati. Cincinnati gets a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Then the next year, this kid comes back, and he wins the Super Bowl again. And guess where he is this year? He's in the Super Bowl. I think we better get used to watching this dude because, let me tell you, Patrick Mahomes is only 28, and he's doing it. And, Lady Blue, you can jump in here, too. He, we, If you look at his current, current incarnation of the Chiefs, they lose one of the best offensive minds ever to Washington. This year, the two the two running back I mean I'm sorry the two wide receivers that they won with last year in the Super Bowl aren't on the team this year. In fact, a lot of people to this day, unless you are a real strong football head, you don't even know off the top of the get top of your head who the hell is wide receivers for the damn Chiefs are. You know. Also, there's it's just they they led the league and I think dropped passes. Which is a no-no. You, I mean, but yet they're here, and they're scaring me. So I want you two to just jump me in here. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. Everyone is the number. I see you flashing. And uh, C notes and Lady Blue. I'm gonna let them conversate for the next five minutes and let them say what they need to say together. Because I, I don't. Uh, I just want your take. 
This is pre-Super Bowl week. This is the Bleed Blue Show, not uh, about Super Bowl 58, Niners versus Chiefs. You guys go ahead. I can say a I'll funny. Taylor Swift is going to the Super Bowl before Dak Prescott. <laughs> Damn. Before a lot of folks. I can't even. I can't even. I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna re- retort to that one. I'm gonna leave that alone. But it's probably right. They all need. They, yeah. they all need tickets. Oh yeah. <laughs> but so, um no. I mean, but yeah, go ahead. So here's the. So here's the. So here's the thing, right? So you. You know. Oh, give me. Give me. The, give me the line while you had it, sir. Well, give me the line while you're at it. Um, you know, the line opened at San Francisco minus two and a half, and it has come down to San Francisco minus a point and a half, um, wow. which it, on the surface was shocking. When I remember the, the night I, I saw it, the second it came out that night on Sunday night, and I was floored. Um, the fact that you're going to, you know, give, you know, make, you know, Mahomes an underdog in the Super Bowl, I said. You know, the last two weeks he was underdog and, and, and they won. But, hey, you know, those folks are much smarter than, you know, those, those folks are much smarter than me. So I just sort of looked at that. And, I mean, I'll, I'll be betting the, the Chiefs on uh, on Super Bowl Sunday for sure. Um, yeah. But one part of the history that – one part of the history that you have – that you didn't mention, uh, Chris, in regards to Mahomes and the Chiefs, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when they when they acquired him, the, the back story on that was this. The Chiefs were 12-4. and four. In the previous season, they, you know, they had made the playoffs. I think it was three of the four years that Reed was there. I think it was 2013, 2015, and 2016. They had made the playoffs with Alex Smith. And in, yeah. in that playoff game that they lost, they scored, I believe it was six points to Pittsburgh. And I think the, the Chiefs sort of came to the realization that they had kind of gone as far as they can go with Alex Smith, at quarterback. They had Travis Kelsey on the team. They had Tyreek Hill on the team. But even with mm-hmm. those guys on the team, there was a ceiling, basically, on, the, on, on where they could go. And so they were drafting 27th in the draft that year. The Giants, I think, were drafting like 23rd or 24th, something like that. Yeah. But the Chiefs Correct. decided they were going to go from – they traded up, up with Buffalo, by coincidence, from 27 to 10. I know. To then take Mahomes in the draft. The, Chief, the Bills then drafted Josh Allen the next year. But I remember – the story came out about maybe about three years ago that the Chiefs players, when they saw Mahomes in training camp, and players are always the first ones to know, they looked at him and they right. saw him and they said they knew. They knew. They knew right away that this dude was the truth. But they didn't have, the Chiefs didn't have to play him at all because they still had a quarterback on the roster that was still good. And he, they went to the playoffs that, that, that same season, but then they lost again. And that was the end of it. But, you mm-hmm. know, Mahomes – has been this has been sort of building, and they probably would have went to the Super Bowl in his first year had the defensive lineman not been offsides on fourth down. That's how that's how they oh, they didn't get the Super yeah. Bowl that year because of that. They okay, could have gotten yeah. the Super Bowl because of that. So then yeah. you fast forward, they win the Super Bowl the next yeah. year, the 2020 season. They lose. I think they lost yeah. their left tackle and their right tackle in the week before uh, the, the the Super Bowl. And then Andy Reid had an unfortunate – I think his son had a – I don't know if it was – I forgot the specific situation. I don't know if it was a death or if there was something that had – there was some sort of uh, incident that had taken place with his son. Yeah, it was an incident that, that happened. His son died over here when he was um, – when he, his other son, that is, when he was here with the, yeah. the Eagles. Yeah. And, yeah. And so Mahomes, he's, Mahomes running for his – yeah, Mahomes running for his life in that game. Reid, who, you know, who, know, you know, who knows what was going – you know, totally. But they end up losing the game. The next year – they were up, I think it was, tw- I think they were up twenty-one to three against Cincinnati, and Mahomes plays like the worst half of football in his career, basically. And Cincinnati wins the game, like so. So it's like he has the wins, Mahomes, and the, and the Chiefs, and then the losses. You they're like they sort of they haven't really been beaten outside of that that Chief game, that Tampa Super Bowl game. They haven't really been sort of beaten outright <laughs> in any of these games. Yeah. And so, right. you know, if they win this game coming up here in, in what, 10 days, whatever the day is, you know, they are – the dynasty was passed over. Was basically, the torch was passed on, essentially. The, we, the, the Patriots had it for, for those years. And then just kind of, without even taking a break, the Chiefs have just sort of taken the mantle along with them. 
And it's, you know, who knows if, you know, what the future holds for all these guys. You know, Kelsey's getting up there in years. You know, they're going to have to, you know, transition. Yeah. Mahomes is 28 years old. So you never know how it's all going to play out. But Reed might retire. Um, but it is it is amazing, amazing to watch with these guys because they do all the stuff that all the old dynasty teams do. They know when to make the big play. They know when to make the big stop. They know when to get the extra yard for a first down. Like, did anybody have any doubt that on that third down play last week that the Chiefs weren't going to get the first down <laughs> to, to to win the game? Right you knew there? it. Like the, you knew it. You like didn't know how it was going to unfold, but you knew it. Yes, you did. You're right. But you, you did. Yeah. You knew it. All those things that yeah, all the great teams in history, like they all do those sort of things that you just say, damn. Like only they can, and you you, it's, you you have to appreciate that kind of stuff. Like it's it's so cool yeah. to watch, and you yeah. know we'll I want at the probably later on I want to get into what you were talking about with the um with the with the young lady because that I didn't know this was that big of a story, um, particularly. Yeah. But there's something that has me very uncomfortable with the way that this story has sort of evolved, and I'll, I'll address that later oh, on. We're going to. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Let me just say this. That's Carl from C-Notes, everyone, 929-477-4171. Let me also remind you guys that um, Tuesdays, Talking Rangers and the rest of the NFL on Ranger Proud Show. Now, the websites for that are the um, Empire Sports Media and Inside the Rink. And, Carl, you, you, you call into those, obviously. So you, you, you he's part of the big, big, big crew there as well. So. Also I wanted to we, remind everybody weekend, that. Also weekend right now. That's right. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. Lady Blue, chime in to whatever thoughts you have also about um, this game, the Chiefs, Mahomes, Kelsey, Reed, just the whole yeah, mystical I'm, aura of, of this team. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's like they have, you know, the silver spoon or something. It's I mean, yeah, they had a lot of drop passes and anything, but it's like the Chiefs, no matter what, they come out smelling like a rose. I mean, but, you know, I'm tired of the whole thing, too, with their with them, too. But, you know what? They're America's couple right now, the way it was put. You know, she's a big star. He's a big tight end. I mean, people are bitching and griping that, you know, Sierra's never pointed out anymore, you know, um, What's-her-face, the gold medalist isn't pointed out anymore. I mean, but, you know, they're this couple right now, and everyone everyone has gone through it. I mean, yeah. they, they've shown couples before. I mean, it's just, I think, and the NFL actually said it best. They said since Taylor Swift came to go to Chiefs games, their profit has gone up over $300 million because of the Swift Yep. So, I mean, it's still, to me, the amount of, yes, they're going to show her all the time because they love the controversy for the people that like her, the people that don't like her. But you know what? It gets people talking about football. It gets people talking about the Chiefs. It gets people wanting to buy their merchandise. So there's a method to their strategies, even though people want to bitch and complain it must be nice that that might be the only thing in their life that they have to complain about. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I think there's a bit of jealousy involved in that too, you know, oh, yeah. I, mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm looking at, and, and, and Carl, you, you have to chime in a little bit with this because you're closer to the grindstone. I'm looking at, okay, lady blue. I'm, I'm looking at owners in the NFL, right? And owners have a, have a tendency to be narcissistic or just envious or tell you good job, you know. They have those all kinds mm-hmm. of different personalities. But I do know that we have an owner in our division that when he sees someone else do well, he boils, okay? Yep. And I can't wait to see how he retaliates because he's not going to go, like, like, my, like my, my late brother used to say, he ain't going to go out like that. <laughs> okay, and the owner of the Cowboys is watching this. He's like, she's getting this kind of love, and they're getting this kind of ratings, and their bottom line is overflowing, and their stock price went up here, and 
That's just right. pissing him off. Yeah, what the, the hell kind of effect do you think that's? Yeah, what kind of effect do you think that's having? This this right. Taylor Swift. Um, what kind of effect do you think? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead Carl. I'm sorry. Probably not much. Um, you know, there is some some small precedent, but not on not on the same level because um, the the young lady Taylor, she's probably the biggest star, you know, music wise or entertainment wise in the in the world. But if you guys recall, this probably was what was it? 2010 was right, I think it was right around that time. Um, Tony Romo was dating Jessica Simpson, and yeah. Jessica oh, yeah. Simpson was at. Was in was in the box at Cowboys games, and I was reading the story. Actually, I was reading the story the other day. Is that you know th- that was the season by just by coincidence that the Cowboys, you know, they had some injuries and they ended up, I think, finishing like six and ten or something like that. They were like one and eight to start the season, and folks are blaming her for the Cowboys not winning, which on its own makes zero sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. now I don't know how big Jessica Simpson was at that time. I mean, she was in her. She's not. She, you don't hear much from her now. I think she's kind of settled in with kids and you know and 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 a husband and stuff like that. But at least at that particular time, she was you know a big performer and you know doing her her thing. And that's when Romo uh, was with her. But that was the power sort of power football couple at that particular time that you know. Got some, mm-hmm. you know, particularly in Dallas. You probably oh. even throughout the country, folks probably didn't even know about it, but it was a big oh, deal. We heard about it. You know, we knew. Here. Oh yeah, we knew. Well, just like when, just like when uh, Aaron Rodgers was dating Danica Patrick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know her because I wa- I used to watch NASCAR all the time, and, and she, you know, her, you know, female NASCAR driver that did so well, and then her and Aaron got together. I mean. But even then, look at when Sierra and Russell first got together. They they were on yep. the air all the time, too. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. it, it'll fade. But I think what blows it out of proportion also is the media. I mean, come on, look at what American Airlines did. They created a flight number, 1989, to go from Kansas City to Vegas because that's the year Taylor was born. Yeah. That's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, actually. and that was the name of the There's only one of those. There's only one of those. Boy, it's gonna happen. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Right. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. So yeah, they're blowing this up because it's new. What did they say? They they started dating a month before she started appearing on games. So they started dating only in August because she first appeared at a game in September. But you know what? They're hypocrites. The media is because they also need this story. It creates copy yes. and it creates positive revenue. So and there's a lot of interest in the story. Say him. It's Say a him. human interest story. It's a it's yeah. a human interest story, and it's it's, right. a, and it's a really cool human interest story. You know, when you think Please, about it. Seen, now, have you seen the Swifties freaking out on on TikTok and all that, figuring out how Taylor can make it to the Super Bowl, considering that she's going to be playing has a concert in Japan that Saturday. Oh my yeah, God! It's like a, no, they, they actually it. had it. They had they actually had it on the news. That's how newsworthy this was. That the Swifties have it. been figuring out because because Japan is twelve hours ahead of us. She can do it because the concert is Saturday night. And if she, you know, all this, and I was like, holy crap, Ola! <laughs> she just needs the Concord. And, and let me tell you something, yeah. else. Carl. Carl I'm, allude, I'm allude to something that you said a little while ago. You said probably not. Well, probably not in, in, in Dallas as much, but let me tell you what I do know. Let me tell you what I do know. Um, when, okay, how do I say this? How do I say this? I'm having a, I'm having a senior moment here. I had I had the words the words formulated in my goddamn head. Oh God! Never mind. Never mind. It just went. It, it was right there. It was right there, and I did the woo. Maybe I need some, maybe I need a shot or something. Hold on, let me just say this one thing. Um, the Knicks and the rest of the NBA are going. Let me tell you something. The show last night, Nickelback Ave was fantastic. These, these, the Knicks are doing so well, eight in a row now. There's a different, <laughs> there's completely a different tenor on the Nickelback Ave show. You guys got to tune in. It's wonderful. Everybody is at peace except for Nickelback Ave. He's as manic as ever because he is thrilled. That his squad is doing what they're doing. So tune into that at nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one on Wednesday 
um, Wednesday nights. And, you know, right after um, the show's over, you can check out Knickerbocker Ave on, on Instagram Live. It's really, really good. And that's going to be um, after Nick, um, Nick Games throughout the week. So, you'll, you you know, you won't miss it. And 929-477-4171 is this number. Um, you know, I don't really think that Taylor Swift is a – this is what I was going to tell you guys. Carl, you're going to crack up, so just be prepared. I don't think that Taylor Swift is a, what did they say, a left-wing liberal plot person designed to um, ensure that Biden gets in a second time. Like, do now. That, believe it or not, that is gone there. I, I couldn't believe it when I heard it. I thought somebody was lying to me until I saw it. This, I must be getting that's trolled I or something. To myself, okay, this has to stop. Mm. Yes, it, it's got to stop. Now you've got. This, I'm pretty sure that girl ain't thought no bits about any, <laughs> any of that Probably stuff. Not. That's like the sounds like the deepest tor- parts of the internet, right there, thinking that kind and, of. Oh so, man, you ain't lying. It, it just blew my well, mind you know, when I heard Taylor, that. Are you kidding me? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift isn't the only. I want to say either controversy or topic for the Kansas City Chiefs right now. What about all the shit that's going down with Kadarius Tony and him going off on the team on his Instagram account and stuff? Tell us about that I mean, real quick. Tell ha- us about that real quick. Well, what did he say? It, it said that, you know, uh, God, what he went off claiming he was not hurt at all. He does not, you know, mess with the team. I mean, he, he's, he was saying that he was never hurt, that the team's making this shit up. I mean, all this is deja vu of what happened with the Giants when he was with us. He did all this bullshit. I mean, and now I don't even know if he's actually going to even be in Vegas with the team at all. Bye. For Super Bowl. I mean, it's Bye. just so much crap coming out of this man's mouth. That the, I mean, they don't need this aggravation when they're trying to concentrate and, and you know do you know play the Forty ers I mean, I mean even Andy Reid got in and said yes, he's on the injury report, so that part's not made up, and he's been going through some stuff. I think what did he, I think he had a kid or something. I don't know everything. I didn't read everything, but he just went off on his Instagram account. I mean just saying that the Kansas City Chiefs are bullshit, they're making all this stuff up, he's not it hurt, he's not this, he's not, I mean, I was like, dude, <laughs> obviously, I don't even think he's going to be with the team next year, and I mean, it's just the craziness from this dude. I would like to go on record, and I'm going to be as kind as I can, I'd like to go on record as saying that I am so glad we got rid of that MS. Me too. I am so glad. He's been a distraction from day one. And his injury history also, and, you know, look, I don't like to blast up. Athletes do tremendous things, and and some of them really go through sacrifices, okay? But this guy has been, has a a very suspect injury issue, I mean, history, since training camp with us, rookie camp. Well, well, I think he had injury issues even in college. So, unfortunately, yeah. he was not vetted early before he came. But you can do rap early. videos on TikTok, though. And you can or talk all kinds of stupid can. smack on Twitter or whatever it's called. X now. Maybe you know, it could be Keith Lee I in mean, a second life. <laughs> I mean, hell, he's still going off online about that call when they lost the game. It's when, he was off, when he was lined up offside that negated the touchdown for the win. I know that, but like I said, he just he's still going off on that. He needs to – you know what? I guess this is going to be one of those guys whose mouth you can never, never quite shut. That's what I think. That's, that's, that's I'm what just I think so glad he's no longer on our team. I mean, Me like too. I said, they, how many – I think they said out of the two teams, eight former New York Giants will be playing in, in the Super Bowl. Which, don't get oh, me wrong, wonderful. I mean, I'm happy, just like, you know, everyone hated Double E. I mean, I'm one of them. I didn't like him ever since he dropped that pass in Philly and, and we screwed up. But ah. let me tell you, since he's been here in, on the Jaguars, he has he's been great. a 
amazing. He, I mean, he has. We, so, I mean, and because Travis Kelsey and we can't make that. it to the Super Bowl, because Travis Kelsey we can't did. make it to the Super Bowl, Evan Ingram's actually going. Yeah, we predicted uh, he was, so, once he got away, because the environment that he was in was toxic. Right. And we all Here said that once he left. They love him. <laughs> Wow. That's why I'm happy for him. Me too. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, he yeah, got a lot of passes. I mean, he was really useless when he was on the Giants. He couldn't block. He couldn't catch a pass. He blocked too many. But here he's found a home. I mean, I actually, the last time I actually went to a, a Jack game, they I saw people wearing his jersey. I was like, holy shit, what a big difference from, you know, the Giants to here. They actually really love him here. I mean, wow. And he's been playing very well. So I come to think, you know, even though these guys have played like shit for us on the Giants, that says something to, like you said, a toxic environment. Just look at what happened yeah. with the Red, no, I can't say Red, uh, the Commanders, the Washington, yeah. and, and all the yeah. lawsuits that were going. I mean, all these players that, to me, I thought did halfway decent. And then we got rid of them, but they're shining where they are right now. And yes, congratulations to them. But to me, being a diehard Giants fan for a gazillion years, that makes me wonder, okay, what is the problem with our organization that this is happening? Okay. Okay. We, I promised that we would not do this. And I'm sorry. I gravitated right to So I, I apologize. <laughs> Well, so yeah, I want you guys to tell me. I want you guys to tell me about what you what you expect to see here. Um, because oh nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. I just want an early look on, on what we can expect in 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 certain matchups. Hopefully, you know. I mean, uh, I'm looking at. I don't really know if there's a reason for concern. Not on either team. I think both. Yeah. I think the only thing, um, I think the, I think if you were San Francisco, the one thing mm-hmm. that you've noticed in the two games is that, and this was this was kind You're of during the season as well. Well, that's well. I mean, separate from that, um, the defense, you know, they get a lot of hype for being really, really good. But if you've noticed in the two weeks that they played, you can yeah. run on them. Yep, you can. You know? <laughs> and, and you know the Chiefs are not you know they you know, the Chiefs don't have the offensive players anymore to you know just air the ball out but they they can run the ball and that is one thing that I'm looking to see uh or if you know but Pacheco and even Clyde Edwards um and you know maybe if they leave Mahomes you know loose huh? to you know you know scramper for a 50, you know 10 15 yard gain you know the Chiefs are not looking to run the ball for you know 150 yards but they are looking to just keep the running game efficient enough to throw the ball. And I think that that will be a situation that they'll be able to do again um, this coming Super Bowl. And that'll just give Mahomes enough time to be able to, you know, they're not, like I said, he's not going to throw for 300 yards, you know, but to be just efficient enough to move the ball down the field. That's, that's on one end. On the opposite side, um, if you're San Francisco, uh, you know, the Chiefs' defense is underrated. And, you know, Steve Spagnuolo is going to find his way into it. He's going to be – he's a Hall of Famer. He might, be the, he might be the second greatest defensive coordinator of all time when it's all said and I, done here. He might, it's stunning to think that, but it might be possible. Um, you, I'm trying to figure out a way for San Francisco to, to pierce the Chiefs' defense, and it might be a little bit tricky. Um, they might, well, according to the stats – According to the stats, 49ers are ranked the number two offense and the Chiefs are ranked the number two defense. So, yeah, like you said, it's oh. going to be pretty it's, – it's, it's, I mean, and the Chiefs are ninth in offense and the Niners are eighth in offense. I mean, so they're really close to the exception of rushing. Rushing 49ers are, out, you know, blowing them off this chart with, with those stats, but – it's going to be interesting to see how and defense of these two teams match up. I don't know. You know what? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm agreeing, but I'm just saying. You know, the the, the difference 
for the 49ers defense this season, though, I think they've had a greater struggle with stopping the run. You know, they've had a big issue stopping runs that get downfield rather than stopping runs right up front this year. I've noticed that. Everybody has run on them, even in the teams that they blew out. The Cardinals ran on them. Do you remember that? Um, Connor and the other kid, you know, um, Saquon did. Um, the, I was very impressed with Aaron Jones and, um, oh, the other guy in the backfield with them. You know, so I don't, well, I don't know. I know they were number two last, I haven't looked at the stats, but I do, they, do know they were the best team in the NFL preventing second-level runs last year, 22. I don't know where they were this year, but it didn't look very impressive to me. I'm just saying that. I couldn't be wrong. Okay. Now, this is what I really want you guys to tell me. And, um, oh, well, wait a minute. Hold on one second. Whoever would this yeah. be here? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> to the party. Now, my dearest apology. You are forgiven. I'm so sorry. You are forgiven. You are forgiven, sir. Listen, we are you. You're on the you're on the line with Lady Blue and and C Notes himself. So say hi to your folks. Say hi to your family. Hey. Oh man, the the best of the best. Carl and Elaine and Chris, the absolute elite, right here. Hey, I know we were talking about the offense and the defense, but uh, did we have? alluded to it. He said that, and and I agree, the Chiefs' defense is very underrated with Spagnola. And evidence of that is definitely, we just saw it. We just saw it. They did a masterful job of holding Lamar Jackson to, um, into the, onto the ball in the pocket. That was, the, the Ravens were the number one rushing offense this year. And they had only 81 yards. So now we have to switch that up, and we got to look at McCaffrey, okay, and what they can possibly, if anything, do with them. And that's where I'm going to need you guys' uh, input because I, okay, for instance, let me, let me just let me just put it this way, put it this way. Then, then we're going to go on to the quarterbacks, okay. I'm looking at. Are they going to – is he going to have a shadow or is or is, is it going to be a team effort to stop this dude? Because all I can see is Nick Bolton of, of, the, uh, of the Chiefs. <clears throat> you know, I, I, look, the run game for, for, Michelle, for Shanahan is very foundational. And what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to limit McCaffrey in early down situations. Okay, and Nick Bolton, he's one of those quick guys. He diagnosed the play speed and all of that kind of stuff, and I think he's going to make life rough for McCaffrey. I just want you guys' input on that, if you, if you can. Well, right off the rip, he is very hard to take down uh, once he's up to yeah. probably further fourth year and he just gets to the upper level. I mean, I, I saw some runs where he was just dragging bodies. They're going to have to tackle and wrap him up. Yep. you got to wrap him up because he's got over 1,400 yards and, over, and 14 touchdowns this season. Yeah. See, no, you're quiet. You, can't, you need to wrap his ass up. You can't just, like, try and push him out of bounds or, or half-ass tackle. You need to really tackle his ass and get him down because, yeah, yes, just like do. Jason said, they will, he punishment. will carry – yeah, you, I, agree. I mean, and then what do you do? Double up McCaffrey, but then you leave Ayuk and Kittle open. So it, it's going to be 
it's going to be a hell of a defensive strategy against those three players alone. That's why, yeah. you know, the 49ers, they, they, stress, they stress every inch of the field because you can't double any one particular person. I mean, you could if you want, but you end up leaving a hole somewhere, and that is the danger. Now, if you've got a very good defense like the Chiefs do, you can just say, you can take your chance and say, listen, we're just going to man up, and we believe our guys are better than their guys, and that's how it's going to be. You know, and most times in these sort of matchups where you have a really good, great offense against a really great defense, history says the defense always wins. So that is where the quarterback then comes into play because if there's going to be pressure, if the, if the defensive line of the Chiefs are going to bring Purdy pressure, you know, will he make any mistakes? We don't know. So far he has, you know, there's, he's had, I think, one interception. He had one interception in the game last week. I don't think he had one in the Packer game. I think they may have dropped one, you know. But that's the thing. You, just, you want to be able to prevent mistakes. Uh, in this game, just the last thing you want to do, the way the Chiefs are basically sort of designing the game in their head, they they believe that if they can get two touchdowns out of their offense, force you to turn the ball over one time, and then score off of that, that there's no way they can lose. They're not trying to get 30. They believe if they score about 23 points, you can't beat them. Hmm. Okay, okay. No, 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 good. No, 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 good. So, real quick on Christian McCaffrey, if, if you actually watch his first, he's like a, a six feet car. He goes first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, obviously. And I, I don't want to blame Saquon Barkley in this conversation, but I will say that the way that, 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 the way that Christian McCaffrey goes, he is going through his gear progression. He's not dancing, he's not turning, spinning, whatever. He is getting his his brown speed up, 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 and up at this level. That's what makes him just so hard and so dangerous. Because if he's in this gear, forget it. You are not going to bring him down without him doing extreme damage to your to, to the defense. Okay. Lady Blue? Sorry, I was dealing with a, with a mom issue. Um, yeah, I mean, I trust, believe it or not, I trust in Spagnolo. I really do. I mean, I was a hurting puppy when he left us because I, I mean, he might, his time may have been done with us, but I still, he's got an awesome strategy. He really does. And I have a feeling this is going to be, I mean, the first quarter, you're going to know whether or not this is going to be a good game. I just hope it's a good defensive game. I don't want to see a gazillion points up there, but I don't want to see a boring game either. I want, I mean, cause not for nothing. I honestly, I really wanted Detroit to be in the Super Bowl because I thought that they would do and their town really needed it and stuff. So I'm a little upset that they're not in it, but yeah. it's going to be a battle. Like I said, the way they stretch the field, I don't know how this is going to be done or even matchups are even going to matter because of the way actually both of these offenses really stretch the field. So... I've got to reemphasize this for, I just said it. I just want to reemphasize it. The run defense for the 49ers has been an issue all year long. And I don't know the metrics of the shit, but I do know it nearly cost them a chance to, the 49ers a chance to get to the Super Bowl against the, the Lions. We saw that. They're weak up the fucking middle. And I understand that the Chiefs don't have the same, um, you know, the same running threat that Detroit has. But, look, Isaiah Pacheco is the perfect running back to exploit a defense that's up the middle, dude. You see this guy. He's like Wiley Coyote, man. it's, It's incredible. You know, there's a perception that the 49ers defense is among the best of the league. But... I, you know who it was I was trying to think of, see notes? It was it was David Montgomery. That's who I was trying to think of. Yeah. Aaron oh, Rodgers, yeah. David Montgomery. Those guys were butchering the shit out of the 49ers up the middle. Jameer Gibbs was too. 
Now that I think about it, Pacheco, he's got a rushing touchdown in four consecutive playoffs games. And I think he's going to continue because that Chiefs offensive line has been superb this season. Okay? That's a problem for the 49ers. Now, with what have we got here? Oh, my girl's here. Everybody say hi to Kristen. She's in the house. Hi, Good evening. Good evening, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Yes, yes, yes. Burden up Matt has been saved until September. There you go. There you go. We're going to do it at the end here. And you're just in time for this question. I need to, I need okay. to spend these last few minutes, you guys, talking about this, this, this quarterback matchup. Okay? Wow. All right. Um, you already know, we've already alluded earlier in the show that Mahomes is, an, is already an all-time great. We're not talking about him. Mm-hmm. So, the other guy, the final pick of the 2022 draft, he's been anything but irrelevant, okay? He's been highly efficient, damn, at times just spectacular, okay? He's got an 80% winning percentage. What else, what else, what else? He has, um, he's on everybody's trust, man, you know? You see what happened with the last game against the, the Lions. The Lions. The Lions were up by 17. And he's, but he stayed right. cool, you know. He stayed in. He, he stayed in the pocket. He had a very impressive comeback to put them in the Super Bowl. Great guy. Great quarterbacks can do that. They can do that. I'm not. It, 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 I, 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 I got to dance around the elite word here, but the guy looks good. But mm-hmm. look who he's playing. This kind of reminds me of the 2021 Super Bowl when you have Mahomes versus a, the other old all-time great that he's compared. Compared to now, I want to know what you guys think about this matchup. We'll, we'll spend the rest of our time talking about that here at nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. This is the pre-show to Super Bowl fifty eight. And Kristen, I'm gonna give you the floor for this one. Go for it. This is really how I feel about this game. <laughs> this is another sleeper. I'm 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 serious, guys. Like really, I'm I'm about sick of Kansas City. <laughs> I'm tired of them. I really would like to see San Francisco do it, only because I, I'm I'm an underdog, and I have been. Last week, I really screwed that all up. But you know, Detroit, and you know, then they had that other sleeper game. Then the second half, they just came to life. I'm thinking the game's over. I go to change the channel, and all hell broke loose. So, um, <laughs> I um, I really want San Francisco to knock them for a loop. It's not going to be a blowout. We all know this. It's going to be a tight game. Um, both defenses are pretty even matched up. Both quarterbacks are very well rehearsed in this. Um, obviously, Mahomes more so. But I really want the underdog to win. <laughs> I just I don't care what happens. I don't care if it's by a point. I just want San Francisco to win. Honest. Okay, so your choice is Safran, the the Niners? Yep. Yes. All right. Lady Blue, I'm going to give you the next one on this one. Well, I think they're very – even though um, Patrick has the experience, believe it or not, they're both super evenly – almost evenly matched. I mean, actually, Brock Purdy has a better percentage rating than Mahomes, and he's got more interceptions and less – more touchdowns and less interceptions than, than Mahomes also. So, so wow. for someone who claims to be Mr. Irre- Irrelevant, he's not. I mean, but, yeah, I, I'm – the Kansas City Chiefs to me or is when what the Patriots used to be. The dynasty, I'm getting tired of seeing them in the Super Bowl. I really am. They said, what, this is a matchup from, what, four years ago, and San Fran wants to make a statement and, you know, get revenge. So I'm actually – thinking San Fran might pull it off too. But I think it's going to be either by three points or six points. Woo! Alrighty then. Look but then the again, I still have a lot of faith in Steve Spagnuolo too. So I'm just, I'm torn with this mm. because of who's on what team. But I, I'm, I think San Fran's going to pull it out. 
Okay, I'm gonna give Jason this one. Yeah, you know, one thing that we kind of didn't mention on that I thought was really nice for Spag as a defensive coordinator. This is his sixth Super Bowl appearance, I believe. So I think if he wins this one, he'll be uh, what two with the Giants and then four with Kansas City. That's pretty remarkable for a defensive coordinator. As far as the game, as far as Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes versus Brock Purdy. I mean, they're pretty much similar. Obviously, one is more mobile. One is obviously more flexible. It's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a very high-scoring game. But when it does come to the end of it, obviously the money line versus the points. Um, it's going to be three points. You know, it's probably going to be like uh, you know, fifty-one forty-eight. Um, I do want. Obviously, I'm, I'm living in Arizona. I do kind of support Brock Purdy. Definitely, like I said last week, this is a redemption year for Brock Purdy and the 49ers. I definitely want to see Brock Purdy. It would mean a lot to me to irrelevant winning his first uh, Super Bowl chip. Just the whole situation of where he came from, where he was picked. Nobody thought he would be a head coach. Wow. Okay. Uh, (laughs) See, no, you're up. You know, one sort of un, under-the-radar um, matchup here that's really – next week it will probably be discussed, I think, is the kicking matchup. You know, this kicker on San Francisco has missed a number of field goals now this season. He missed another one last week in the playoff game. And the guy on the other side for, for Kansas City is an all-time great who doesn't miss kicks. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's one thing that I'm – you know, write that down and just kind of file that away for this game. In, in a game where points will be at a premium, I don't believe it'll be a shootout. Like Jason was mentioning, I said, I think the game is going to be, it'll be low 20s, I'm thinking. You know, like I said, 23, 20, 23, 17, something along those lines. And giving away, giving away points um, because, you know, you can't put the ball through the uprights, uh, That that's, you know, very – that's got me very, very concerned um, if on the San Francisco side. But I think, you know, the one thing that San Francisco could probably do is they could I, – I, you do have to wonder how they will approach the game on offense if the Chiefs hit them early. Like, I think part of the reason that Baltimore lost last week was because when it was early in the game and the Chiefs were moving the ball the way they were moving it, they scored a touchdown – I think they had gotten another field goal maybe either late in the first quarter or or early on in the second quarter. When they were showing that they were able to move the ball the way they were moving it against against Baltimore, the Ravens team, offense, all the coaching staff panicked because they thought because of the fear of Mahomes that they needed to score, you know, a lot of points and they needed to pass the ball. And that even though the game settled in, they were they were they were it was like it was like in boxing where you get hit with a hook and you're just stunned and dazed, and, you know, it, they never recovered. How, if the right. Chiefs do the exact same thing to San Francisco in the first seven, eight, ten minutes of the game where they're mo- they get seven, add another three, they get ten points early on, does San Francisco change how they want to design the game out of fear that Patrick Mahomes might have one of those days, I'll put it in air quotes, where you might need to score, you know, 30 points to win? That's the intimidation factor that Mahomes brings. And, unfortunately, Purdy doesn't provide – and the 49ers don't provide that same sort of threat, even though they have great offensive players on the other side. You know what? Uh, I'm going to go ahead. And um, – That's a good point. You know what I suspect? You know what I suspect, everybody? I suspect that – when the Lions were up by 17 nothing, and they went to the locker room for halftime last Sunday, and they couldn't believe they were there in that position, a lot of backslapping, cheering, hugging, uh, 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 just a lot of emotion and testosterone was running through that locker room and no one gave any instruction on what to do next because 
they'd never been there before. They were basically virginal in that moment. That's what the that's what it looked like. The lions were. That's where their heads was at. And you know what? If you really think about it, Green Bay felt the same way. But I'm gonna let you know right now. Even if the Chiefs are down 17 nothing or whatever, 17 points going to the locker room this time, that shit ain't going to happen this time, bro. The Lions did a very solid job of protecting Garrett, Garrett, Jared Goff in the, in, in the NFC Championship game. I expect the Chiefs to replicate that. And even if they're unable to, Mahomes is totally undeterred by pressure. He's been here before. He's been here before. He's not even friggin' shook. He's always going to give you an edge if he's starting. This time, I know we talked about the deficiency about his receivers, but, hey, the defense is excellent. So is the offensive line. Okay? Now, I do love some of the situational matchups for San Fran, but the playoffs are about the team with the best quarterback and the best head coach duo. I'm sorry. I got the Chiefs really, really fighting away. I don't think it's going it, to – it'll be close for most of the game, but I think something's going to happen where where they're just going to pull away within the last three or four minutes because they're the Chiefs, because they have that guy. He's that guy. He, it's not going to happen again. You know, well, I mean, goat. look. The new goat. Yeah, that's, the, that's, just, that's the new goat. I mean, look, he's been around, what, seven seasons? And, he, and this is his third, fourth Super Bowl? Fourth Super Bowl. Fourth Super Bowl, yep. yep. I, can't, I can't see it breaking down. He is, he is totally undeterred. You cannot pick against this dude, and I am rolling with the Kansas City Chiefs. I got to. And I'm a 49er fan um, um, down low. I really am. But I can't, I, can't see, I can't see it happening. I just can't. Oh, and by the way, the great Azul, he said the Deniners are the best team, and he's going to stick with them. And he doesn't want to, he, he really doesn't want to bet against Mahomes, but he's going Niners. So that's his pick. And I got to go Chiefs. I just think it's going to happen. And when we meet each other again, you can call me all kinds of names you want to, but I just cannot see this dude losing it. As a matter of fact, I think he's going to be in about three or four more Super Bowls before it's all over for him. And it's but I don't want that's incredible. Yeah, he's just he's just got it. All right, folks, tell me something good. Tell all your fans something good for thirty seconds. And starting, let's start off with the. Uh, see, no, so I'm gonna save you. Let's start off with my lady blue here. Well, I just want a good game as always, and uh, may the best team win. That's about it. And I really pray that the officiating doesn't determine who wins this game. Other than that, leave freaking blue, people. Kristen? Just a good, solid football game. Let's keep, keep us intrigued from the beginning to the end and go Niners. Lead Blue. Did, I lose did you guys you? get that? Oh, yeah, I don't got. think I did. Did you get me? Did you guys hear that? I did. Oh, okay. Well, I heard it. I it's like blue, blue, everybody. Thank you, baby. Blue, blue. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, see, no. So, perfect. So, you know, we I didn't mention it during the show, but, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the fact that Taylor Swift allegedly has been shown a lot during these games. They did the numbers. Yeah. They ran the numbers. She's only been shown an average of four times a game for an average of 31 seconds total over yep. all of these yep. games. So yep. this, is, this is less than a guy with sh- what they show with the shirt off or in the parking lot or an owner in a box or anything along those lines. So if you really think that she is infringing on your football when you compare her to all these other things, as Charles Barkley said last night, you're either a jackass or a loser, either A or B. And That's right. You need to get a life. Because you're going to see – get a life and do something else with it. Right. Yep. Amen. That's the exactly. keynotes, everyone. Jason, last word. Hey, so, as you know, we've got the Super Bowl coming up. We're all going to talk about the Super Bowl. But once that clock hits double zero, we can 
focus in on our New York Giants, which I cannot wait to break down. I talk about getting to each morning, complain, and pray. Okay. Everybody, hang on to your phones. So this is the Bleed Blue Show. You heard at, at Love 516, Lady Blue. Kristen was in the house. C-Nose was in the house. Jason was in the house. <sighs> I, I already told you guys where to find us, but I'll tell you where to find the archives if you'd like to know. And I'll tell you right now. On iTunes, a podcast with picture apps, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. This is the Bleed Blue Show. Thank you for tuning in. And, hey, big ups to the Chiefs because I know they're going to win it. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.